Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. All right. Hey, gals and gremlins. <laughs> this is Erka Durka. Uh, today is April 9th, also known as Day 22 in Quarantine. Again, I'm your host, Erka Durka, but I'm also known as Erica Shively. With me today, I have Sport and His Blue Middle School Summer Camp hat. Hey, guys. How's it going? Joshua here. Good to be with you again. Um, I know my voice is not as deep as your your guest yesterday, but uh, hopefully it soothes you like uh, like Pastor Nate yesterday. But it's good to be back <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, we also have wearing a black t shirt, but has this radical red bushy beard. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Andy back here again. Uh, good to be talking to you guys on another episode of What's the Wi Fi Password. Awesome. Yeah. All right, you guys, I want to kick this podcast off with a silly question. There's been so much, I guess, worry and concern about the fact that there is no more toilet paper in grocery stores or anywhere. Like our world has run out of toilet paper and stocks are down because toilet paper is just gone. Yeah. Anyways, question. Toilet paper. Do you put it on over or under? Oh, see, I thought you were going on the direction of what <laughs> of what's going to be your first toilet paper alternative for when you run out. That's what I was preparing mentally. No, no, um, I, this literally like bugs me. How do you hang your toilet paper on its little toilet paper knob thing? Does it hang it, over, or do you put in, it backwards under? In my opinion, it has to hang over to where you do like the cat swipe down yes. for it to roll. Um, the other way just makes no sense to me. Um, <laughs> but the worst, and I've lived with uh, a, a number of single college-age guy roommates who have, not, who have mastered many things in life. Mu- music, science, right, scripture, but who have not mastered how to take off the roll and slide it on, and they just set it down like right on top of the toilet seat. Oh, man. Interesting. Yeah, I don't really care. I don't think I've ever given this a serious thought. Like, people have brought it up, and I'll think about it when someone brings it up. Mm -hmm. But I don't care. I don't think I ever have. I don't think it's ever been anything. I remember it was was over 10 years ago, and I was working with a crew of guys, and this question came up. And I remember – I was like 22, 23 years old, and it was the first time in my life I ever even heard that anyone cared which way the toilet roll went. <laughs> so I didn't even hear this conversation until I was in my 20s, oh, and man. I still could care less. Like, toilet paper does what it does, 
<laughs> and its purpose. And if you get a good quality toilet paper, it does it well. Oh and that's just what we should be thankful for, um, that we have toilet paper and so, not care. So, Josh, important follow-up question to that. What do you consider a good quality toilet paper? What, what is <laughs> your brand, make, and model of choice? Again, <laughs> I, I never cared until Erica taught me. <laughs> I usually, I remember like living with some guys and we took turns buying toilet paper so that there was toilet paper in the house. And it was just whichever was cheapest, like on sale. Um, but Erica has taught me better. So I, I just got to say the Costco Kirkland brand is a decent toilet paper. Um, and I guess as long as it just gets the job done, I think there's just more important things in life than which way the toilet paper roll is and which brand of toilet paper you buy. But I guess if it's too thin and flimsy, I would care. So yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. just kind of where I'm at. You know, and so for everyone that's listening, here's a good question for you. I never thought I was a control freak until I found myself switching the toilet paper roll around to the way that I thought it needed to be, to the way that I thought was the right way, which is clearly, Andy, you had it right. It needs to go over, not under. So anyways, I have found out that I am a control freak because I can't just leave it. But anyway, so for all of you listeners, ask yourself, are you, do you go that far to control <laughs> a simple little thing that you do every day? Yeah, you guys, welcome to What's the Wi-Fi Password. <laughs> this is what we talk about. And this, is, this is honestly the conversations we get into on a day-to-day basis. So It's good. Like it's good. this, yeah. Okay, so Andy, I have a question for you. You did a podcast yesterday with our fearless leader, the yeah. white unicorn. You know, Pastor Nate Holdridge, how was that? Man, let me tell you, that was, that was a little intimidating. Um, it was very strange, you know, being on a podcast of Pastor Nate. I was expecting some, you know, divine judgment to come pouring down onto the podcast. You know, <laughs> you just never know when you're with a man who is that holy and sanctified what's yeah. going to happen. Um, but no, in all truth, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Pastor Nate is a really funny guy and really funny to talk with. Um, it shows during his teachings, especially if you go to the six o'clock service, he's kind of like more free flowing with the message. I think he's tired or two. Um, so he's less like concerned about holding back some jokes, but yeah, he's funny. It was fun asking him goofy questions, fun, just riffing with him before and after. It was a really good time having Pastor Nate on. If you haven't checked out the podcast yet, it was episode 16 released on Wednesday. So go check that out once you're done with this episode here. Mm-hmm. I got to clarify something for Nate because I love the guy. Um, so when you asked him what music would like define, you know, his life or like his soundtrack, he said, and I immediately, as soon as I heard the, the, the recording, I text him, he said a Beastie Boys album and I, I don't you know I don't know if all of our listeners even know who the BC Boys are. Um, unless you grew up in the '90s and you're a white boy, um, you don't need to go look at who the <laughs> Beastie Boys are. But uh, he did not mean that. He meant a DC Talk album is what he meant to say. And so he texts me back. He's like he's like I know I meant to say DC Talk. 
there are no similarities between DC Talk and the Beastie Boys. But I got to clarify for my homeboy there that, that Nate meant to say a DC Talk album, which if you are a young Christian looking for some good Christian music, the pre-2000 DC Talk, all right? The modern <laughs> DC Talk, um, which basically are the, they call themselves the Newsboys, they are not the Newsboys. Go back to the 90s and listen to the Newsboys and DC Talk. That is Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, Michael Tate. Uh, oh, like I, I, I love. If you ever listen to our podcast, I love you, but you are not the newsboys. You just not. I'm sorry, and that's from an old school youth pastor right there. Um, but anyway, anyway, just clarifying that for Nate there. <laughs> that's good. Thank you for doing that. Also, for those of you who mentioned me uh, or heard me mention the white unicorn, if you have questions about that, asking Josh, Andy, go for it. Like it's a great story. Okay, so here we are. We're on episode 17 of this daily encouragement that we've been doing on what is the Wi-Fi password. Wow. Blah, 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 blah. Um, So, Josh, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, so, you know, we've been doing our daily challenges, and hopefully by now you've heard of the Calvary Challenge. We're kind of deeming it. I know we're not the only ones to do it, but um, the Calvary Challenge that Nate put out on Sunday, um, we were already doing kind of a three- par challenge every day something mental physical spiritual um and just trying to keep you guys as the listener and any students out there just encourage keep you guys moving keep you just kind of motivated and growing and disciplined um and then this week we've been hitting that the the easter challenge kind of going through the scriptures daily of of jesus's week leading up to the cross i encourage you guys to keep going with the calvary challenge to to be reading the bible daily to be praying and to be journaling um, to be doing 40 minutes of an exercise or just getting out and even a walk for 40 minutes to be reading 10 pages of an edifying book. Um, and then uh, the last one is to do something genuine, whether it's to speak to someone genuinely, to give money genuinely, to encourage gen- like just something genuine, uh, just kind of get out of yourself. And so that's the, that's the Calvary challenge. But we've just been going through the scripture, uh, the scriptures that leading up to the cross, like I said, just leading up to Easter because this is kind of a big week for us as Christians as we celebrate Jesus's death on the cross. This Good Friday coming up uh, tomorrow, actually, um, and then Sunday his resurrection, you know, from the dead, conquering sin and death. And so, just the scripture today, um, as we're kind of going through this, as we look at Thursday tonight, would be the start of the Passover celebration in the Jewish calendar. And so, it actually, it would actually, if, if and the, well, the scripture is Luke 22, verses 7 through 46. We're not going to read that all now. But I encourage you guys on this Thursday, as you're just thinking of, of the cross, if you're thinking of, of Easter, read Luke 22, verse 7 through 46. And basically what this is, is Jesus breaking down what it really looks like to be a servant. This is him washing the disciples' feet. This is him breaking bread with his disciples and loving them and caring for them. This is, this is the grace of the God that created the universe, becoming man, humbling himself, to then eat a Passover meal. And really what it points to is if you go to the book of Exodus and you, you look at the first Passover, when the Jewish people were told to take a lamb, a spotless white lamb, to, to kill it, to slaughter it, and then to take its blood and put it on the wooden doorposts over their homes, and then the angel of death that would come that night to take the firstborn would pass over their homes. And actually then that angel of death actually took the firstborn of every Egyptian that didn't have that covering of that blood. 
And that's all a foreshadowing. The wooden, the wooden cross, like the wooden doorposts over their homes with the blood on it. Um, that perfect lamb that was sacrificed for that, that the passing over of death um, and really judgment. It was all a foreshadow of Jesus and what he do, did on the cross on Good Friday as we look to that. Because he had to die on that Good Friday. He had to die on the Passover. It was all prophesied. It all pointed to him as he is that, that perfect spotless lamb. And his blood, like in a sense, pasted on or painted on that wooden post so that death and sin would pass over those who are covered by his forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful picture. And so I would really encourage you guys, um, as you're listening to this podcast this Thursday, at some point you read that scripture in Luke 22, and that you would just spend some time meditating on this, thanking Jesus for the cross, thanking him for everything that he, he did. And really how that communicates to us as Christians, you guys, is living a life of servitude, looking to his earthly lit, like earthly ministry in his life, and, and, and then trying to personify that in our own walk. Mm-hmm. So that's the encouragement, guys, that you would pray over that. You would read it, journal it, and spend some solo time through that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Andy, you got anything to add on that, buddy? Absolutely. I mean, that's just a great word, Josh. Um, I love that picture of um, seeing the, the crucifixion of Jesus and comparing it with the Exodus story of uh, the Passover lamb and it's blood being wiped on the doorpost as a way of, uh, that's a weird noise that's being made. Sorry, um, my text is going off. My phone was not shut off. My bad. Yeah. I had, I had to call it out. At that point, it was like, it's probably on the podcast, so I'm just going to address it. Otherwise, we're going to look like fools. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like just that picture of the blood of Jesus washing over us. And there's the verse in Isaiah of, uh, it le- like our sin is left a crimson stain, but he will wash it white as snow. Um, it's such a important like topic to understand, important uh, detail of the gospel to understand, is that our sins have not just been begrudgingly forgiven or put up with, but they have actually been washed away and covered over completely to where there's no trace of them left upon us. So when the Father looks at us, we have been made white as snow by the blood of Jesus. Mm, so good, man. So good. Erica, you got anything to add on that? No, I think you guys said it beautifully. Like It's covered, huh? Yeah. It's covered. And yeah. We did good, man. We did good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Well, you know, it says we look forward to this Easter weekend um, as we look forward to um, just like this unusual time in life and just this uncertain time. I, I know for myself, I know my brother, Andy, we talked early today about this and, and, you know, Eric and I, we've been kind of talking about this. I just, this is different. And there's a lot, I think a lot of us are going to hold this burden of not being able to get together um, over this Easter, but I would just encourage you, you guys meditate on Christ, meditate on what the good Friday is, what meditate on what Easter is and, and maybe start some new traditions with your family. Um, and, and just kind of, um, maybe it's, it's just even baking something or cleaning something for your mom or, or doing something outside of yourself so that, that it's, you're focusing on Christ. You're focusing on that mentality of serving others, because that's really what Jesus did. He came to serve, not to be served. Um, and so just be encouraged in that, that we serve, we serve and we are saved by an amazing savior 
Um, that perfect spotless lamb that was slain is actually our shepherd, right? The, the, the lamb became the shepherd and, and shepherd, shepherds us so well. So be encouraged by that, guys. We love you so much. We miss you. Uh, hopefully you get to color some eggs or eat. You're going to get some candy. Um, but meditate on who Christ is. And yeah, guys, we'll see you tomorrow uh, as we look forward to Good Friday. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. And Yeah. Erica, thanks for hosting. Absolutely. Thanks for having mm-hmm. me. <laughs> thank you, Erica. And thank you all for listening. We love you guys and uh, are so blessed that you're listening and encouraged to the podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Wash your hands. Yes, wash your hands. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.